Welcome to What the Fit, a podcast about what it means to be fit, whatever the fuck that means. I'm your host, Chrissy Grody, and I'm helping to share the stories of cool people doing cool shit from fitness trainers to wellness coaches, entrepreneurs, and entertainers. We'll hear the behind the scenes journey, all the different ways we can take care of ourselves. And of course, we'll answer and explore the big question of what does being fit mean to you? This episode is the recording from the What The Fit Live Christmas special held at Comfort Station. You'll hear some background bar noise and live audience feedback. I hope you feel like you are right there with us. My guest, Lauren Elise, kicks us off with a beautiful Christmas song, which should put you in the perfect Christmas cheer mood. Hope you enjoy. I want to preface this by saying, (laughs) I hate Christmas songs. (laughs) I am a true Grinch, the cutest Grinch you've ever seen, bucko. I I just want the food and the family. But I digress. We're going to do this. So this is our rendition of this Christmas. Oh, yeah, I should probably introduce this lovely musician who's joining me. His name is Jordan Antoine Wilson. He is uh, one of the guitarists in my band, and he also has his own little setup as well, the Jordan Antoine Wilson Coalition. So shout out. Blazing bright 
Grinch can sing. <laughs> My guest today is an insanely talented singer-songwriter and a Class A Cincinnati celebrity. She's been featured on NPR, The Kelly Clarkson Show, and served as the front woman for Secret Deodorant's campaign. Her genre-defying music can only be described as eclectic soul which is evident in her latest album, This Is Personal. It's powerful, emotional storytelling that reminds us, sometimes all you can do is cry. Here to inspire and stir our souls, please welcome Lauren Elise. <laughs> Thank you so much for that beautiful Christmas cheer. Why are you a Grinch? <laughs> that was know. beautiful. It's the drama, it's the emotion. I'm a Pisces, what can I say? So am I. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh -huh. You know what? But it's two fishies. So maybe you're the happy Christmas fish and I'm like the the gloomy Christmas I fish. I absolutely am the happy Christmas fish. But the thing is, is that you can probably now just babble the rest of the night and like we're locked in. We're mesmerized. We're not going anywhere. I like it. That's what I like. Set you up. I'm really excited to get to know a little more about you because I feel like you are already so vulnerable and sometimes emotionally raw in your music. And I wonder, is it easier for you to bear it all in the music versus real life? Or is this emotional vulnerability something you put into practice all the time? That's so funny. I'm just, that's just me. I'm just drama. Yeah. I can't help it. I was born that way. My mom will tell you. Since I was a solid three, this has been, this has been it. It just got worse as I grew, so. <laughs> so music is almost like maybe the way that, well, you're doing it, you're doing it either way. You're doing it in real life, you're doing it in music well, life. music is, um, so I feel very deeply. That's just, you I know. I feel that. The blessing and curse of my life. Yeah. But I think music is how I cope with what I feel. That like if sense. I don't sing in a day, like, especially like now and like my seasonal depression is like yeah. really yeah, I talk on a hundred. I, it it really is burdensome to not release via song. So, do you do it like where you just like sing in the shower? Mm -hmm. Or yeah, okay. everything counts. Okay, I could be singing in the shower. It could be something like this. This, like this I, if I'm be honest with you, this is the first. This is the first I sang all day, and I feel you feel I, so I much feel better. Great already. I'm like, oh, what did I do this earlier? Yeah, <laughs> it's great. That that reminds me. That's sometimes how I get with movement. Mm. Like if I'm feeling stuck, mm -hmm. if I haven't gone for a walk or I haven't just like moved my body a little bit, and then you think, at least me, I'm like. 
you push, I push it off. I got other things to do. Mm-hmm. I'm busy, whatever, whatever it is. And then I do the thing. I take a walk and I'm like, why the fuck didn't I do this? Like, this is exactly what I need. Th- you should think I would know by now. When did you start? I know. When did you start singing? When did you know like you were put on this earth to do this thing? Honestly, I've been singing for as long as I remember. So like it's in my bio. I've been singing since I was two. Like mm-hmm. that's the story. And it, we're sticking to it because yeah. there's video evidence. I've been singing since I was two. And um, honestly, it's all I've ever known. Music is like the oldest language for me. Interesting. Okay, okay. So I know that you are an independent musician, right? Mm-hmm. And that means like you're you're funding on your that own. That means right? I'm broke. That means that you consistently. Are broke. <laughs> got it. Got it. No, that yes, that makes sense. But I think that you know it's easy. Or right now, right, we're seeing a lot of success. Right, you're mm. performing at US Bank Arena, mm-hmm. new album release, music videos, mentions on NPR. Mm-hmm. I am guessing the early beginning part of the journey maybe wasn't like that. Mm-mm. So I'm interested <laughs> to hear the trajectory of your career, maybe the non-linear path that led you to where you are today. Tell us the story. Oh, I would love to. All right, picture it, Sicily, 1974. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, so I, like I said, I've been singing for as long as I can remember. I began like professionally, it was 2009. And so professionally means you're getting paid to do the thing. Yes. Okay. Not getting paid much. Right. No. But I was getting paid. No, I hear. I hear. <laughs> to be you. there. Um, it was 2009. I went to the University of Dayton. And. Um, Go Flyers. You know, shout out to the Flyers. <laughs> on one hand. On another hand, we're going to have a lesson, folks. Let's do it. <laughs> the University of Dayton is a predominantly white institution, which we like to call PWI. It is not, um, or at least when I was there, I can't speak for the students now. But it's generally, it, it had a very um, hostile environment for people that look like me, for um, African-American students, Latino students, and, and things of that nature. When I went there, our percentage was a solid, like, yeah. like 3%. Well, it's already a small school anyway. It was wild. Yeah. Um, some of the experiences that I had and my peers had um, on that campus are unheard of. Very wild. Wild, wild, wild. Hashtag Rihanna. Mm. And... Um, <laughs> I used music as a coping mechanism there. So it was very strange to be like in such a dark place and to actually begin my career. Yeah. Like so I mean, my freshman year of college. Um, I was in my little lounge in Stewart Hall. Ooh, shout out. Shout out to Stewart. A1, Adele 1. We have I'll a flyer. Yeah, we have what? a flyer in the What's audience. Up, girl? I forgot it. Hey, it was the time. <laughs> I was in the lounge playing my guitar. I was a self-taught musician. And um, some of the guys of the... Floor. It was always the guys. The guys. Yeah, I know. There wasn't many female dumb. musicians. But they came down like, what's going on down here, bucko? <laughs> I was like, mm. we started a band. The rest is history. So um, that's when I started professionally. Um, Were you playing around campus? Like, playing around campus. Uh, what what was it called? Oregon District? Oregon. Yes. Yeah. I couldn't remember. <laughs> oh, wow. So long ago. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, like Canal Street Tavern, I think it was called. Like little bars like that we play. Um and then a few years into that, we got, we got invited to play the Dayton, the Dayton Music Revival or something. And John Legend was there. Oh, shit. And crazy. So this was like when things, when I was like, all right, I'm a for real. Yeah. So we got there. We were playing a smaller stage. I don't know what happened. The Lord said, not today. Whoever was opening for Train and John Legend, they backed out. I didn't show up. And they, we got there. They're like, you guys want to play? No. The main stage? I said, what? <laughs> Let's go, bucko. Yeah. <laughs> So after that, I just I just kept taking like the little breadcrumbs of, of like signs I thought mm-hmm. 
to follow my passion. And um, I graduated from UD and um, I began working at Macy's. Um, that, that wasn't the and, most fulfilling yeah. Yeah. for me personally. What Shout you, out to what Macy's. What were you doing at Macy's? I was a fine jewelry. <laughs> um, oh, a, an associate? Associate or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just wasn't for me. Yeah, I, so, I you can know, understand that. I, I prayed, I fasted, I read the signs, and I wound up catching a one-way flight to New York City with $300 in my pocket. <laughs> I kid you not. Well, you didn't just catch it, right? You like you you plan you wanted to do it. You like wanted to go. Okay, to New York. so if we're gonna really talk about it, yeah, yeah we're I love gonna New really York. talk about but it. But if we're gonna really talk about it, here's what happened. <laughs> when I say I prayed and fasted, I prayed and fasted because I was in a very dark place. You go to school, you spend all this money for this degree, and then you come out, and you can't find a job. No, you're fucking it was selling very jewelry at me. Like what the yeah, hell? Last year's Michael Kors. I said what the you know, and let's not talk about the commission girl. It was not yeah. pretty. So, I um, I was looking at flights. And the, the one-way flight I stumbled across was the exact amount that was in my account. That's all I oh. had. So it's a signs from the I universe. thought it was a sign. <laughs> all right, go bro. You're like, please, no extra baggage fees. <laughs> I sold very valuable things, you know, like clothes is one thing, but like I sold musical instruments, you mm. know, like my piano, my first guitar. Like I sold those things just to get out there. I, um, I applied for an entertainment marketing internship out there. Okay. And I had been applying for jobs, you know, locally, like to get out of Macy's. Yeah. And I wasn't getting no calls back. The in, the, the internship in New York called me back literally w- within the hour. Mm. I said, that's a sign. Yeah. I was out yeah. of here. Yeah. So I was yeah. sleeping on my friend's floors out there, saved up to get my own apartment. Um, but How the, long did that take you? 10 years? Actually, listen, first of all, I hustle. Second of all, it's divine favor. Yeah. I really believe it. Favor, that was, no, favor that was fair. no dig on you. It was a dig on the... Oh, New for York sure. Right but I, I guess <laughs> I defied the odds first, because yeah. it only took me four months. That, no, that's good. In four months. Oh, I have a le- very lucky story. My apartment in New York, straight off the L train of Myrtle Wyckoff, I was only paying $600 a month. No, that's not real. I'm serious. No. With two roommates. No. I mean, literally, two minute walk to the L train. Wow. So, you, uh, okay, I'm just special. I'm some, a good luck train. Yeah. You want me around. Yeah, a good luck so. wrench. <laughs> So I did all of that. And the gag about New York, if you don't know, is that you spend a lot more of your time living, like just surviving. So while I was out there living my best life, New York, you know, listen, me and the kids, baby, we were having dinner. I was working at the little retail consignment shop called Mm -hmm. Buffalo Exchange. And, you know, we're wearing all the latest fashions because we worked there. I'm dressed in Chanel, barely paying my rent. But there was no time for studio. I didn't have money to go to studio. I didn't have time to write music. Okay, so you had this. You're doing this internship in yes. the music and entertainment, but you and that was unpaid, mind you. You know, New York internship. I don't know. Pay. That's just, just insane to me. So then, so how are you at this point getting your daily music fix? If I'm being honest with you, I wasn't. Mm. Um, great free concerts, and I did have like mentors. I had a manager out there. Okay, and I was doing a good job at translating the life into the art but we weren't getting that on wax because mm-hmm. studio time in New York is crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So fast forward, I got all these songs written. I can't record them. I get pregnant. Oh. Two years into New York City life. And we don't yes. have room for a nursery Honey. in the, two, the $600 apartment. Did I say I had two roommates? <laughs> I said it was six hundred dollars a month. I said how big it was, about half of this bird. Yeah. <laughs> so no, I had some very tough decisions to make. Oh. I, um... You know, all of my friends were either aspiring actresses or fellow singers or like they wanted to be mm-hmm. fashion designers or were models. So a great deal of my oh, friends. Oh, sounds like an Andy Warhol novel. Honey, I can't yeah. make it up. It's so real. 
I love them to this day. We're still very cool. I go out there often to see them, but they were very much like, sis, what are you doing? You're ruining your life. You need to, girl, right. get out of here. You need to go have an abortion. This is right. not a question. Right, right. And um, I, to this day, I can't explain to you. I just didn't want to. I wanted to have my baby. And yeah. there was one person in my corner. His name is Shams. Shout out to Shamrock. He was like my manager at the time. Uh-huh. And he was the only person of my friend group who called me and was like, initially, everybody else, they backtrack later. Like, okay, sorry we said that. Right, when they find out you're going to have <laughs> but a baby. But I also then. get it. You know, I'm not judging their opinions either. Like, I get it. It didn't make no damn sense. Sometimes you got to walk by faith. Yeah. Yeah. But I digress. Sham said, you know, hey, we just got to redirect the plan. Peaks and valleys. Peaks oh, and valleys. Oh, I know about that. And the rest is history. I moved that was, back. That was, the, was that the first song? That was... Well, I wrote it three years later. It took mm-hmm. a long time to, for that to come to fruition. <laughs> but after I gave birth to my son. Yeah. But I went home with less money than I came out there with. I mean, mm-hmm. in the negative, baby. Mm-hmm. And I was very, I was in a dark place. I was sad. But it was in that valley that I made, like, some of my, my entire album, my first album, was written from that space. Yeah, yeah. And the rest is history. I just kept grinding. Yeah. And here I am with you all today. So I have a question about um, finding out you're pregnant and then moving into motherhood. Oh, my Lord. Because to me, that's something that gives me a lot of anxiety Mm -hmm. because I have a way that I'm doing my life right now and a way that I think of myself as an individual. And I feel like it would be a grieving process to move through that you now have this person in your life that you are responsible for. And at any time, something fucked up can happen and then you are kaput. There Did you go some. through like any transition time of like, yes. I can't go out in my Chanel and I got to yes. be. Bash, I sold all that Chanel. <laughs> right. Fucking buying Girl, diapers. I, listen, I, I had to sell that to get home. <laughs> so there is a song on my first EP. It's called uh, Come Back to Me, Views from the L Train. Mm-hmm. And that song, people like listen to it and they think it's about a lover or they think it's about the baby. And it's not. That song is about New York. Mm-hmm. I love New York City yeah. with my entire heart. Um I always say Cincinnati might have made me, mm-hmm. but New York raised me. Like it made me who I am. Like I, that grit I got, you know what I mean? Nothing really phases me. Yeah. And that's New York. New York did that. So it was a huge grieving process. And I, for me, um, grieving isn't linear. Healing isn't linear, right? Yeah. So I would have some times where I'm like, oh, I'm over this. Like when my son was like one and a half-ish. I'm like, well, I'm gigging again. Everything's good. And six months later, things are not good. Yeah. And I'm reminded of like how much I feel like I'm missing out on. Like yeah. my homies are getting new jobs. Right. They're getting all these cute little Williamsburg yeah. <laughs> penthouses. Totally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's tough. Yeah. But what I've learned is to just stay in my lane. Mm. And when you stay in your lane, like in my in my experience, you avoid crashes, you know? Mm-hmm. Or if you're gonna go in somebody else's lane, you know, put a blinker on. Yeah. But generally <laughs> just mind your business, mind the business that pays you. Because none of my music, like I wouldn't have this, my first album or my sophomore album mm-hmm. without my own set of unique experiences. Yep. And if I'm going to look to the left and look to the right and feel like I missed out on this or or I, I gave up on, or I messed this up, it's who just, does that serve? It's just distractions it's from distraction. realizing kind of Absolutely. what's truly there. When you say you're like on the grind, what's the grind? Like what are you doing? You like playing shows, you're writing music. What does that look like for us, for us non-music people? What are you drinking? What is this called again? The critical what? Sin. Sip. (laughs) (laughs) I think she needs another one if someone wants to bring one up, maybe. Who made that name? (laughs) I digress. Um, The grind is everything. So you mentioned before, I'm an independent artist. Mm -hmm. So there's the artist 
portion of it, right? The songwriting, the photo shoots, the brand management meetings, um, all of that. And, and you are like the CEO of your brand. Like yes. you are the top decision maker. No one else is making the decisions. It's your vision. You have to get people mm. aligned on your team. Fuck, I can't keep doing that. That are like in your camp and they're going to help you execute your vision. Ooh. Yes or no? Well, yes. And when okay. you say it like that, it stresses me out. <laughs> it's so true. That's what I'm saying. Like you have that artist part, but then I have the business part. Yeah. Where I have to, I'm paying everybody out. I'm paying yeah. me. Lawrence writing the checks. Right. <laughs> it's right. very stressful. Yeah. You know, and I, I'm in a position where, you know, I don't, meetings that happen with execs and things like that, I'm at the table. I'm mm -hmm. sitting across from people telling me how much I'm worth or telling me what I deserve. It's a very heavy conversation to have. Yeah, what is that like? I don't like it. No. It requires a great deal of self-care, but I feel like I've been preparing myself for this my whole life. I told myself very early on, I know who I am. I'm going to always know who I am. I was very adamant about designing my brand so that I never had to sit across the table for someone, somebody like that telling me what I'm worth. And, and I felt pressured mm. to succumb to a low ball price. Like, mm. oh, no, fuck that. Yeah. And I've said fuck that many times. Yeah. And I will continue to say fuck that. Where does that come from? Who taught you that? Is that from yourself or? First and foremost, Beyonce. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. The end, we can pack up, yeah. That's what you need to know. <laughs> you may not know this, me and Beyonce are very close in spirit. She visits me often in my dreams. We talk about a lot of things. Oh, well, you're, well, we already said, you're lucky. <laughs> we already know, we already know, you're lucky. I've studied her in depth. Um, I think her business savvy is incredible. And of course, she's a, a superb talent. Um, I've also learned that from the women before me in my life. Mm -hmm. um, if not in real time, in reflection. Mm. You know, my mother, her mother, my father's mother, um, they may not have gotten it right initially, right? What is mm -hmm. wrong and right? Hello, duality, but I digress. They may not have gotten it right initially, but even in retrospect, when they were reflecting on their experiences, and sharing that with us as a tribe, mm -hmm. I was taking notes about those moments, mm -hmm. about the moments where you said, and literally like, fuck that, yeah. in whichever situation it was. And I take that to heart, it's yeah. very important to me. Yeah, I find for me, like negotiating for myself is difficult. Mm -hmm. Do you have any, I don't wanna say tips, that sounds like so lame, but like, what are, what's your thought process or where do you have to be mentally when you're going into conversations like this and maybe they're gonna tell you you're worth X, Y, and Z mm -hmm. and you know that that's not the case? I, I can only speak from my experience yeah. and I just think that in what I have experienced, I think it is a balance for sure. Um, Cause I can sit here and say, don't take this, do that, mm -hmm. burp, burp. But you have to walk your own in your own peaks and valleys and everything is different for everybody else. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? I don't want to say that it, cause, because I can't say that I would be here having this conversation if I didn't have those not so happy moments and not so happy conversations. Yeah. Um, or I even mean, like mistakes, right? Do you make mistakes? I hesitate to use that word. <laughs> I do because you I don't look at anything that I've done as a mistake. Oh, okay. I did the best I could do in that moment with what I had at my disposal mm -hmm. and I made the most of yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, no, that makes sense. That's how I feel about it. Yeah. And so to the, to speak to that, I just, I think that it's important to be unapologetic in the way that you move so long as your heart is in the right place and that you are acting in per perfect alignment with your highest good to the mm -hmm. best of your ability. I okay. can't go wrong with that. No, no, you cannot. I We're gonna can. talk about how you get there. But I'm interested to know when we talk about this proverbial mountain of, yeah, it's just, woman needs a drink. And please. Please give me one more. 
Look, she'll start singing. God, I wish I could fucking I will, do I'll that. I'll sing for drinks. <laughs> <laughs> I've done it before. I'll do it again. Damn. Yeah. When we think of this like proverbial mountain of making it, mm-hmm. where do you think you are on this mountain? Are you at base camp? Are you hiking up the mountain? Are you close to the top? Like your assessment. Mm. Oh my gosh, that's such a good question. Thank you. And I'm going to try my best to answer it <laughs> as honestly as possible. <laughs> I can't sing, but I can ask questions. They're good, baby. <laughs> so if I'm speaking completely, if I'm speaking according to like on paper, yeah, what making it was mm-hmm. for me, I done made it. No yeah. that. That's yeah. a wrap. <laughs> but if I answer that question, rearticulating what making it means to me and recognizing like what making it was to me then isn't quite what I, I meant. Yeah, because I what it was to me then was with a lack of understanding of this industry at large. Well, and I was just talking about this recently on a past podcast. When you think about like a past, if a past self could see where you are now, like it's sometimes you can't even imagine it for yourself. Like you can't even say this is where I want to be because you can't conceive it. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Like this is all independent. Yeah. I don't think people understand what independent means. Independent. There, I don't know what y'all see. Nobody's backing me. There's no label backing me. I'm unsigned. This is just me. So with that, thank you so much. So with that being said, making it to at one point was, I'm just going to look like Beyonce. <laughs> I'm just going to be on stage like Beyonce. It's going to be great. Don't we all? And well, not that. recognizing what Beyonce had to do to quote unquote make it. And right, because we don't see doing. that. We don't see that piece. Absolutely. We not. see her hair blowing in a sparkly leotard. You don't hear about the 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 courtrooms and the lawsuits that the Beyonce's and the Rihanna's had to do to own their things. Mm-hmm. So when I say I made it already, I own my masters. There's not one person on this on this earth that can say we own peace and valleys. Yeah. The copyright's yours. in the vault. Yeah. <laughs> so you're wrong. Yeah. However, yeah. to the degree of what it looks like visually, those steps you know, that element of making it, I'm just still working on yeah, it. And I had working. to redesign my expectations. How often do you have to do that? Oh my God, every day. Yeah. <laughs> I'm asking because I understand. <laughs> every day I'm like, girl, no. That's going to take way longer. <laughs> did you ever want to give up? Yes. When did you want to give up? I'm not going to lie. I wanted to give up like three days ago. Mm. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest with you. I really did. I was just like. Was it just the seasonal depression talking? It probably was. Yeah. It probably was. Yeah. It was or heavily influenced by it. Um, but it's the, it's the passion that keeps me going. Like, mm-hmm. I love what I do. I love singing. Yeah. Yeah. I heard you on your NPR interview mm-hmm. mention that music is like a guiding force for us. It can help people inspire Mm -hmm. to be a little bit better, which I could not agree more with. Like that is truth to me. Something as simple as like pushing you through a hard workout to something like getting me through intense periods of grief. Mm -hmm. It's music is a deep comfort. Yes, it is. And when I think about perhaps the pressure that you may feel to show up and inspire people with your music, to remind them you can get through hard things. Mm-hmm. My immediate next thought is, what do you do to take care of yourself, to make sure you are showing up as the best version of Lauren, to make music, to inspire with performances? And I hope this is the part where you talk to me about the moon. 
I will. <laughs> Great. I have a lot to say about this question. Okay, good. We have a lot of time. I saved it specifically wow. for now. We can go on on and on all night, in fact. Wow. Last call's at 10. Mine is blown. <laughs> so I'll say first and foremost, I did say that. I did, and I meant it. And I want to amend that. I don't know if I mentioned it then, but I want to clarify with you all now. Music is a guiding force in any direction. Mm. You feel me? I don't, in my opinion... Music ain't got no loyalty. It can guide you to healing or it can guide you to destruction. Yeah. Um, and we can hear that with a lot of songs on the radio right now. And that's no shade. That's mm -hmm. all tea. Yeah. Shade came from reading. Yeah. But I digress. <laughs> um, I think that's important to recognize, to recognize that it's the intention behind it. Like, who's producing this? Who's singing this? And to dive deeper into your question, that's what keeps me going in what I do. Mm. Like, I can't tell y'all how many times I've been writing a song and it's be what it is. Bad choices, for example. Mm -hmm. I wrote bad choices, it ended a whole different way. And I said to myself, as funky as that is, no, that's not the message I wanna leave to the mm. world. I don't, want, I don't like to sugarcoat shit and make mm -hmm. it like, oh, ooh, butterflies and daisies, because that's yeah. not the world. Mm -hmm. The flower needs the sunshine and the rain to mm -hmm. grow. Yep. So with that being said, I wanna give it raw, like what happened and what it was, but I do wanna have like a little hope it's hope for me. Yeah. And it's okay that everybody's not like that. You know, that's what makes the world go around. Um, but for me, that's where I try to keep my spirit. I always want to be light-filled and mm. lead with light. And, and aligned. Love. And aligned, because that's what I want. Yeah. That's what I want for my child. That's what I want him to experience. And that's what I want for myself. Yeah. So, so how do you do it? That leads me to. <laughs> I, have a, I me. have a great deal of rituals. You ready? Here we go. Can someone take notes for me? <laughs> First of all, you mentioned the moon. I got, you see my little tattoo here. I have my moon phases. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I need to know about the moon. I, oh Lord, so much. I'll try to keep it real concise. I am very, I, my whole body, my whole being has aligned itself to these moon phases. It is so important for me. Now, don't get me twisted. Like, you don't have to, it doesn't got to be to the moon. It could be whatever your ritual is. You but know what I, mean? I think that there's something to it, right? Historically, women is aligned to the moon. Like, yeah, yes, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. It's not In my like opinion, a, no scientist came and told me this personally, but yes. You feel it. Yeah. I mean, you think about it, the, the moon has the power to move the tide. What I do you know think it's, it's going to do to your body? Like, we're composed how much? Like, over 75% water? You can't deny the facts, okay? Yeah, okay. I, and like stardust and shit like that. For don't, sure. I won't start talking about Doctor Who, I promise. So for me, like we just had a new moon and I'm telling you, it's like clockwork. I won't even know when it's coming. I don't. I have a calendar, but I don't look at it because I'm going to go. My body will let me know like, ooh, girl, ooh, I feel like setting some new intentions. I, I promise I'm not making this up. Okay, okay. So so what? how does that show up for you? Is it like an energetic feeling? Do you get any physical physical manifestations? Oh my God. don't think I'm crazy. Okay. I'm not thinking you're crazy. I really want to know. Ask me the real questions. Okay. I really want to know. <laughs> So first of all, I have a very active dream life. Okay, so do I. Well, we're Pisces. Yeah. yeah. So that that does speak to that. <laughs> yeah. I I have dreams that literally, like I've had dreams where I've dreamt something and the next day it manifested. You know what? I in seventh grade I had a dream that these two girls were going to show up to school wearing an outfit <laughs> and the next day they wore the outfit. Hey, I'm weak. <laughs> so mine are a I little hear more you. intense. Like, yeah. I'll oh, make oh. it really quick. One time I had a dream. I was growing herbs in my in my kitchen. I'm really big on herbs and trying to grow my green thumb that I don't mm -hmm. have. I had a dream that I was sitting there. It was the most peaceful dream. It was just, oh, my God. It sounded like I was just underwater. Mm -hmm. And I watched my herbs. It was the chamomile and the mint. Mm -hmm. I watched them grow out of the soil. 
And it was just a beautiful dream. I woke up the next morning, I kid you not, the chamomile has sprouted. Wow. I'm not making it up. No, it I, don't be- I don't believe that you're making it up at all. So that's just skimming the surface. Yes. You're very in touch and in tune with it. Yes. Do you ever, when you're dreaming, know that you're dreaming? Yes. Yeah, me too. It freaks me out. It freaks like, me oh out. Oh my God. <laughs> Wake up. Very often, if I'm having like a scary dream, I'll, I will try to pull myself out of yeah. it. And I have the sensation of like trying to like rip through layers and layers of like me being asleep. And I can't like get out. Like oh I, I'm God. trying to open what my eyes. What a thing to say. I know. And, um, and it takes like a long time. It can be terrifying. I, as a kid, I used to hold my breath in my sleep. Because I would have night terrors. We won't get into that. Yeah. No, no, my no, point no. is, I, I feel when the like, new moon comes. So you just know, you know. Whether it's by dream or just a sensation. I can't really explain it. Okay. It, it comes by way of this urge to change something for me. Okay. Okay. I it's have like those I'm often. I'm very deeply inspired. So, so what does the new moon represent? Does it represent a new start? New moon is, is great for you to plant new intentions. It's all about new beginnings. What do you want to see in your life? What do you want to see? Not just your walk in life. You know, we exist on many planes, mind, uh-huh. body, spirit. So in this mundane world, this physical realm, what do you want to manifest? But also in the spirit world, what would you like to manifest? Okay, know? wow. Mentally, physically, spiritually, you plant those seeds during the new moon. Um, and I do a new moon intention list. Okay, what does that look like? I'm going to save that question. So, oh gosh. So for me, everything's like, different for every person. Do yeah. something different for you. Don't be following me. Don't follow me. You write follow it, yourself. You write it down on paper. You can. Mm-hmm. I will always say you, you can. Because it's important. Like when we get to talking about things like this, we talk about spirit. Yeah. And right, you what do I do li- might not be your in alignment truth. with yeah, exactly. Right. So you need to meditate and fast on that for yourself. Mm-hmm. But for me, I'll write a list of the things I want to see manifested in my life. And this could be like, for example, a plant grows, you get a, a, a musical Whatever book, you want. anything. It could be anything. So I, have, I recommend keeping a journal of it. I have a new moon intention journal where I will go in that thing and be like, whoa, you know what? I want a platinum record. Whatever comes to me that okay. I want. Yeah. And you have to recognize that time here and in spirit are totally different. So mm-hmm. things aren't going to necessarily just manifest tomorrow. Right. It's not like we're making an intention no. for the week or for the month ahead. It's like we're just setting you the intention. You just set the intention. It okay. could be something for the week, okay. but the work is still on you to implement the steps to do that. Okay. okay. Um, so I keep a journal and I don't write it every new moon. What okay. people also have to recognize is you got to give the universe time to work like you know just sometimes just chill yeah all right just chill we get so eager and caught up in like getting it and getting it done right just we have like, this culture of productivity we always have to be just achieving be. something just yeah. be and be grateful for where you are and what you have yeah but that's what i do for my new moon i'll okay. light a candle i just bought so i ran across this person i forget their name sorry but they make these new uh new moon manifestation candles oh with these nice. herbs and oh, she had a little yeah. stone in there i was like uh <laughs> two please so light something you, you have I believe a, in the power of the elements, yeah. you know what I mean? Fire has its own power. Water definitely has mm-hmm. its own power, you know, wind, earth. You got to tap into that. But it's again, what's for you is for you. I so. love that. I love that idea because I think as humans, we do have this natural inclination to like want to have these new starts. Absolutely. And I think, you know, it's easy to think of like a back to school Absolutely. or like a fall or, you know, what, a change of the season. And there's Winter power will come in. And, yeah. and your life and death is in the tongue. There's power in the words you speak. There's power in the thoughts you think. Mm-hmm. So 
even if you know outside of all the, the mystic element of it it's just like it's just to me it's just basic common sense yeah when you write something down and you revisit it over and over and over you are training your mind to accept that as truth yeah you're not going to accept anything less than what you want yes so you get it yeah you have to write things down keep them visible yes i made the mistake i sent a, a set intentions last year at the start of the year and then i totally forgot what they were <laughs> So I didn't write them down, but I but I but I have learned, important. but I've learned my lesson, and this year I'm I'm going to take it down. Okay, so you follow the moon. So so okay, the new moon. But then what happens as the moon progresses? What do we say? Wanes. Wanes. Wait. Uh, so no, Bill, no, it, it, it waxing to go toward the full moon. Yes. The full moon is all about release. Okay. Uh, what do we do in the full moon? What do you do in the full moon? You set your intention on what you want to release. Now. So new moon manifestation. Full moon release. release. Because what you going to do with a cluttered room? You're going to keep buying new stuff and it can't No, I'm going to tidy it because I'm a psychopath. That's, I don't like that. Yeah, my room's got to be tidy. I'd be, I'd be cleaning. Yeah, yeah. I'm obsessive. You like, I can't too. I can't leave my house with dishes in the sink. No. It has to be clean every time I leave. No, I was stressing. Or I'll stress about it all day. Stressing. My Christmas lights my weren't on and my decorations weren't in order when I left the house. Mm-mm. It's Mm-mm. bad news. Mm-mm. Nobody wants to be around me in that Mm-mm. state. Yeah. <laughs> so with the full moon, you just... Because we all have things we want to let go of, mm-hmm. and, and some things are harder to let go than others. Mm. So you set your intention on that, and you, mm-hmm. you set boundaries. Now, if you want to do an actual ritual to do it, like yes. something to do, like a yes. physical manifestation of it, you can write a list of things that you're going to release. Mm-hmm. You have to be very intentional with your words, you feel me? And not, I want to release. Yeah. You have to say, I release it. Mm. Because you say, I want to release, and you release the desire to release it. And that's not really doing too much for you. The likewise with your new moon intentions. If you're like, oh, I want to have. You're manifesting the desire to have it. Who wants that? That's not cute. Right. I want the Rolls Royce. I don't want the desire to have it. I already desire it. Right. So you have to like speak with convention, yes. conviction and, and claim authority over your life. And um, your circumstances, and I think that is very important. Don't get me wrong; that's not the it's not the beginning and end of it, right? But right. it's an important first action. step. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Okay, so the moon is a way that you take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. What other things do you do? And I will ask: when we first had our our little chat, you were just preparing to release your sophomore album. I was, and at the time, you were on a cleanse of sorts. I you, was. You you've said Great meditating memory. and fast. A couple times now, so I want to get into this. You were doing this like fasting cleanse. It was like three weeks, right? Over Thanksgiving. It was. You and have that, a great memory. I have a fantastic memory. And that's when I knew this woman does not fuck around doing a no. fast over Thanksgiving. I don't. That's one thing, I, one thing I'm not going to do is fuck around, for sure. So how important is it like what you put in your body? Is that an element of how you take care of yourself? Absolutely. Okay, tell us it's about everything. that. So I fast intermittently at least once a month. And how long? Um, at least a week each month. What does that mean? It varies. So sometimes it's like just a liquid-based fast where okay, I'm like juices, yeah, soups. I just got a juicer. Okay, <laughs> I saw awesome. I saw you posted on the Instagram. Did you see my juicer? Yeah, it was, it was yeah, yeah, so yeah. good. <laughs> so I juice. Um, I'll like eliminate meat and dairy. Okay, um, and on a normal non-fasting uh, protocol, do you eat meat and dairy? Here and there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in New York, I was a vegetarian, but you know, they helped with my budget. Yeah. Here's a little different. <laughs> so what I've been trying to do, because my, my ultimate goal would be to live a life of veganism. Okay. I would love to do that. Yeah. I, I really admire vegans. I yeah. Really do. I yeah. would love to have that in my body. But it's hard, you know? Yeah, it's, it's hard. hard. Especially with a five year old, because I love he's a not on that. Board. Yeah. And so I'll have things in my house and it's for him. And I'm like, mm. yeah. So I'm trying. So generally, off fast. 
Um, I try to give myself, I allow myself wheat, um, meat once a week. Mm-hmm. Generally fish is what I'll go for, but yeah. hey, Losanti has Ooh. a fire steak, yo. Oh my God. Oh my God. I can't stay out of there. <laughs> I was thinking about going tonight. <laughs> but that's generally what my diet will look like. Um, I don't buy eggs. I, I don't buy, I, I like a, a nice Caesar salad. Mm-hmm. So I'll have a little cheese in the house yeah, for that. Sure, but Parmesan. I generally keep it pretty clean. Yeah. Um, but when I'm fasting, I cross all that out. And it's not just physically. Don't get me wrong. Uh, yes, body first. So so only liquids. You're not doing Sometimes. Al- okay. Oh, what? yeah. I won't do alcohol. And no, I'll cut out coffee. Yeah. That's hard. For a week. Because I love coffee. Yeah. yeah, I love coffee. I'll get, like, caffeine and headaches if I don't have it. So it, that's a real yeah. a big one for me. Um, what else? I think but dietarily, you know, that's pretty much the, yeah. the gag of it. What what? motivates you to do that what do you do it regularly why why do you well do with veganism being my ultimate goal i think that just helps me to be reminded of that mm, and remind okay. myself like you can do this like this yeah. is not anything new like you can do this yeah um but i also believe that mind body spirit are connected yes so if you feel out of alignment in any one yeah snapping one into a shape will help bring everything else into shape how do you know you're out of alignment Oh my God. Oh, that's a good question. What does it feel like? How does Lauren Elise know when she is out of alignment? I'll, I'll, I'll tell you how I know. Tell me. I start comparing myself to other people. That's a good one. And I start getting down an that's Instagram hole and I start really doubting what I'm Compare doing. Compare and despair. Yeah. yeah. I would add that to my list. I also am just, I'm just not pleasant. Oh. Um, I'm irritable. Yeah. And I'll know that I'm irritable. And so I'll isolate from people. Yeah. And then I'm like, just in my house alone with the compare and despair right. or you know but don't you just like kind of love the isolation a little bit well i like the isolation when it's not you know fear-based mm. it's just like okay, hey i want to okay. spend time with myself or i just want to love on myself that's right. one thing no you're right but if it's like you know i'm comparing myself mm-hmm. and beat myself about where i am or if i'm recalling old situations that have come and gone mm. and i'm holding a grudge suddenly oh yeah that means you know new energy is taking root in my energetic field that gotta go mm. and sometimes the physical fast is what gets set out but i'll also abstain from certain television shows i'll abstain from social media in certain facets like mm. social media is a large part of my business but, yes but yeah. i'll you know hey brianna there that's my photographer and my one of my creative directors i'll slide You're like things to do you just like hand it over i gotta hand it over yeah I, it, my spirit is everything I can't, yeah I yeah play with that i'm gonna say it now i'm 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 not this isn't even a manifestation this is like a declaration the week between christmas and new year's i'm getting off instagram i love it and i'm gonna uh give the board members what the fit board members access to the the podcast instagram and i'm just gonna be off for that it. week yeah. Start planning your 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 content now. Just yeah, like, Here right, you go. right, 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 right. It's great self care. Yeah, I'm really excited to see how, like, to see how I'm gonna feel. I, like, I, 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 I you're gonna feel. Great. I imagine the first yeah. couple of days you're gonna I'm gonna be like, it's it's like I went off a couple of days the start of COVID because I couldn't fucking yeah. handle any of this. Oh, that I was, was tough. I just deleted the app, and I would find I would automatically i wouldn't even think about it my little thumb is just finding the fucking <laughs> app i'm like oh it's not there like i have to delete it phantom vibrations like what yeah the phone's not even on you yeah i have to like get rid of it 
Okay, so food, moon, mm-hmm. anything else that you do to to ensure that you're showing up in the best the best way possible for you. Movement you mentioned earlier, so I exercise Physical regularly. Stuff? What do you do for um, exercise? What's I that love, look like? I love hit. Okay. I do a lot of hit. Do you do it on your own? Or do you it on with, my own. Okay. And I had a trainer. Things went well. But, mm. you know, now it's me. Yeah. Um, Are you doing videos? Do you play on your own thing? I play my own thing. Wow. Good That's for because you. I used to watch so many videos. So now I know what to incorporate into that. Yeah. Um, and then yoga. I am knee deep in yoga training. Oh, really? It's a lot. It's a lot because it's all digital right now. Like we can't meet up. Oh so I have gosh. like a large portion of my yoga training is based in Portugal right now. And like we had to upload. I've got my first 100 hours down, and I got like you did it all virtual. It's all virtual because we can't meet up. We can't do anything. How did you do this? What? Okay, first, first, what inspired you to do this? Why did you want to get your yoga teacher? It training? was COVID. <laughs> COVID. <laughs> Some good things have come. Um, COVID inspired me. I, I, I mean, I didn't have much to do. Like this was when like we couldn't even be here. Everything was shut down. Right, 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 right. So, the dark ages. The dark ages. <laughs> I'm yeah, <laughs> that was it. And yeah. so I was like, man. And when I started seeing these um, virtual like yoga trainings happening, I was like, hmm, let me look into that. And I had a few friends who were doing them who were already certified, mm-hmm. and um, they co-signed it. I was like, ah, all right, let's do this. Yeah. And I love yoga. Yeah. Be yeah, I love about yoga. It. You know, in in some ways, I think in some ways everything can use improvement to for the betterment of all involved. Yeah. But I digress. We won't get into that. It's a whole different can of worms. What do you plan to do with this yoga certification or yoga teacher training? I would love to Can open you my own studio and teach at the same time. Actually, yes. So you want to talk about it? Yeah, I do want to talk about oh, it. Oh, okay. Well, now if I talk about it, like I have to really do it. So. Yes, 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 yes. I would love to open my own studio that like okay, uses okay. live music with vinyasa flow and things like that. I have a friend. I want to do that. In Dayton. It's called Go With The Flow. Yeah. Uh, ben Rivet and um, Tori. They're married now. I love them. But I digress. They have like a duo. Mm-hmm. And he'll live loop on his guitar and she'll lead them through their sequences. Yeah. And so I would love to do something like that. But I would want to do it where we have more faces of color leading. Yeah. Because I think that what yoga can offer can really serve some of our underdeveloped communities. Yes, yes, totally. Um, and right now, it's just not quite. Yeah, no, I, the nail on the head. Right, right, right. Um, Especially, and I think Cincinnati. it's very important. It's, I think it's very important to begin, not fully complete, to, but to begin moving some of the trauma that is very deeply rooted yep. in these communities. Yep. And yoga is such a great way to do that. It's beautiful. Okay, I have had a similar dream as well yeah i mean i'm not yoga certified i've talked about it it seems like a lot of work which you just it's affirmed, a lot, girl <laughs> affirmed that i don't know if i'm ready to take that on mm. but i would love also to have a studio that's like music centric mm-hmm. and like people can come and just like move their bodies and sweat no i'm yeah because music such a spiritual thing yeah especially when you do something like a looping situation or something live so i would love to like fuse those two things under one roof Oh my gosh. Okay. With well, some special bath blends so we could sell. Yes. Come on. Yeah, no, we come holler at me after this. We have a manifestation candle. We'll have a manifestation journal Let for me sale. write that down tonight. I didn't write it down for this new moon, but I will. Oh, yes, please. Mm-hmm. I'm going to write it down too. Let's do there it. was just a, mo- a new moon yesterday. Yes, it was yesterday, right? I could be wrong. It was yesterday. I think it was. New moon is Sagittarius. So do we um, Do we get any like a little leeway with the with the days? Like if I set my intention today. Yes, you got like I'm about, okay. you know. Like a grace period. You got period. about three days. Okay, okay, okay. So I can do this now. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, that's really interesting. I love and, that. I mean, you could really do it at any point. I mean, if you believe in the frequency and power of the moon at that point, yes, yes. do it within those three days. Okay. But at any point that you're feeling froggy, leap. <sighs> Write them intentions. Change your life. You could change your life at any moment. You're right. You're very I sound right. sound like a, a Ayala Van Zandt. Yeah. <laughs> 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 my life. <laughs> okay, so mo- so movement. You do hit. You do yoga. You're in your yoga. How much longer do you have in yoga teacher training? Are you almost done? I have 100 hours down. I have 400 hours to go. So what is like? What does an hour mean? Do you is it like a reading hour? Is it a practicing so hour? So the training that that I've been in is a combination of um, like I guess what you would call like coursework where you read. Mm. And um, learn about the concepts themselves, which is my favorite part, by the way. That's why like I the yoga, the what, history, okay, yeah. and the meaning yeah. uh, behind the poses and and all of those things. And then you have the physical component, which was not my favorite part, but it's mm-hmm. the most draining part because because we can't meet. I had to like record myself doing all these poses mm-hmm. and doing these workouts, and right. it's weird. Yeah, it's uncomfortable. I know, I, and I feel like especially with yoga, like. There's so much of a community and the energy that you get with other people. It's got to be tough. It's intense. Yeah. But I am determined to complete it. So I have a whole year to finish all this coursework. It's a lot. Okay, good. Well, then we can meet up and we can. Yeah. I have to do like teacher training. So if anybody here is interested. Okay. Well, you follow me on Instagram. An audience of fit people here. So it's perfect. Let's do it. It's perfect. Okay. So let's, um, because it is a Christmas special. What the Fit Live Christmas special. (laughs) I would like to know, do you have any favorite Christmas traditions? Or if you do hate Christmas, um, well, (laughs) make something up. (laughs) No, I do have favorite Christmas traditions. I just don't really like Christmas music because a lot of it makes me sad. I don't know why. No, it makes me sad too. The Christmas time is here. I'd be like, oh. Have yourself a Merry Little Christmas is gut-wrenching. It's so sad. But I think a part of why I love Christmas so much is that a part of me always loves to be sad. <laughs> me too, girl. <laughs> like a little bit. I love it. It's like everything. Like you, there's there's this feeling I get. Oh, we're horrible. Maybe like Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and you know I'm going to bed, and you know it's like over, right? And you're and I'm turning all the Christmas. I'm the last one up. I'm turning all the Christmas lights up, and it's this. It's a it's a peaceful feeling of solid. But there's always no matter what no matter what period of my life like it's always kind of sad it's a little sad I'm yeah like, but i enjoy it i agree with you i actually there's yeah, a part I love of me that it. loves it and that's right. really bad i think i gotta work on that <laughs> no i don't know i don't think so yeah bad good what's that yeah you spectrum? can like, smile at the darkness hey i love it yeah but my favorite um what wine are you drinking by the way i have no idea I am in a virtual wine club, and I'm learning a lot about wines. And I just want you to it's know. It's red. It's delicious. Mm. Is that a red blend? Mm. No, it's a, it says the Pinot Project. So I'm now drinking it out of a mug. Mm. Well done. I digress. Okay, Christmas traditions. My What's your favorite, favorite Christmas tradition. Um, I generally go to my mom's, actually. Yeah. Are you from Cincinnati? I'm from Cincinnati, born okay. and raised. Okay. Um, so when my grandmother was living, may she rest in peace, she was the, my grandma, my, my grandma was my first real death mm. like as an adult mm-hmm. i'd had like people die as mm-hmm. i was growing up but i never went to the funerals you know yeah. i was like uh-uh. right and um you know they may not have been that close to me but, like my grandma we were at her house you know my mom was a young mom so we were at her house all the time yeah. and she loved her grandkids more than she loved her own kids that's for sure yeah so yeah. when she passed that was my first time coming face to face with death and 
I didn't. I was not ready. I don't no think I don't know if anybody ready. is ever no ready. No one is ready. But I wasn't ready to see the face of death like that. It was very intense, and I'm still healing from that. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of our rituals, we would always go to my grandma's house for Christmas Eve. Yeah. Every Christmas Eve, we were at Grandma Pat's house, and it was lit. When yeah. she was in her little house, <laughs> when she was in her big house, it's just kids running around, oh, just I love eating. That. It was incredible. So um, the same for Halloween. She loved Halloween more than Christmas. But mm-hmm. so yeah. now for Christmas Eve. I have taken it upon myself to move that tradition to my mom's house. Yep. So my little one has spent each of his Christmas Eves into Christmas um, at my mom's house. So yeah. my favorite tradition is going over there. I make homemade scones. Ooh. <laughs> They're amazing. And for the, my for, the morning, like yes, for the morning? Yes, for the morning. I wake up. Yeah, I don't I do not do that wake up. I woke. I wake up early, like 6 a.m. Oh. I get started on my scones. I oh, play some I, Stevie Wonder. Oh, I love because my grandma loves waking Stevie. up before everyone else. Before is the everybody best. else, yeah. I make a nice little strawberry compote mm-hmm. and then a blueberry one. Oh, I get some yeah. maple syrup. I get some maple butter. Ooh, that's me. Yeah, and then I'm out. I'm not cooking nothing else. Right, you're that's not, the you're only on the thing I contribute on for couch. Christmas. But I love, I love that. that. I love that, and I love hearing everybody rave about how great it is, even mm-hmm. if. They turn out bad that year. They no, lie. They're still gonna they lie to my better. face, and they I love better. it. I love it. Like, mm-hmm. Eat it up. I love that, Lauren. What does being fit mean to you? Ooh, I knew you were gonna ask me that. Mm-hmm. I didn't prepare though. I was gonna go straight off the dome. Being fit to me is synonymous with being in alignment. Oh yeah, I was hoping you were gonna say. And that. I think that um, I really do think it's a spiritual synonym. Yeah. And for me, I I believe that everyone, but women especially, Mm -hmm. we've got one foot in this mundane world, but we've got one foot in the spirit world at all times. Uh, Agree. We have no choice. Agree. Whether we are aware of it or not. That's why we lose our minds first when we get older. The women's minds are always right. the women's minds are always the first to go because we've been Honestly, working harder than the men's minds. Because we're trying to make sense of everything unseen that we're yeah. going through. Yes. Too. So for me, I think for us especially, being fit is being in alignment yeah. physically, mentally, and spiritually. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Where can people follow you? Check out your new album. This oh, is personal. Yeah. Give us a shout out. Where can no, where can no, they no, find no. you? Go 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 go. Download it um, across all streaming platforms: Spotify. Apple Music, Tidal, Google Play, Amazon, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. You can follow me at, at Lauren Elise. That's E-Y-L-I-S-E. Um, we've got new merch on the merch store. Ooh. And if you want to sign up for my teacher trainings for yoga, please do because I got to get that we done. We 100% want to do DM. No, Just we 100%. Like, I will get you filled. I will. I, I can get I whatever you whoever you need to do. We will I'm get that to happen. Girl. Yoga shouldn't be stressing me out like this. No, we, we've got you. You will have no problem at all. So at yeah, all. that's me. And LaurenLease.com, of course, is where you can really just get everything in yeah. one little stop shot. Thank you so much. Thank I you. This was you. so much fun. Good. I'm Love glad. Light to you, sis. Oh. Thanks. Thank you, guys. Thank you, everyone listening at home. Big thank you to Comfort Station for hosting us. Thank you to the Sheriff of Soundtown for our sound. Mm-hmm. Share on your socials. Appreciate you. Happy holidays. Great job!